0: Welcome to Win & White, a wedding planning
1: podcast. I'm Maddie, your bridal hairstylist. And I'm Allie, your wedding photographer and videographer. Every Wednesday, we release new episodes, bringing you all the hot tips and tricks to help make wedding planning a breeze. So listen and follow along on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And don't forget to check out our Instagram at Win & White Podcast for more behind the scenes and all the juicy stories. Happy Wednesday, guys! Woohoo! Happy Win & White (laughs) Wednesday! (laughs) Yay, thanks for being here for another week, listening to us, chatting about your wedding planning experiences. And <laughs> you're
0: probably really happy that Maddie's back, too. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I am. <laughs> I was doing wedding events. <laughs>
0: I know. I missed you, though, and Kayla didn't get to meet you, but that's okay. I know, but
1: It was a great episode, and just happy to have her on the podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was super, super exciting. Yeah. Um, so, how have you been this week?
1: fabulous, you know, just going with the motions, I feel like that's kind of what I've been saying each week as this goes, but it's like, everything's great, it's just basically just, you know, in the bulk of wedding, pl- or wedding season, you know, not wedding planning for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wedding planning. But wedding season, you know, wedding planning for other people. <laughs> yeah, 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 for How sure. How are you doing? I'm
0: so good. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why.
1: Okay.
0: Allie Roseco is going to
1: Cancun. <gasps> <gasps> Baby, yes, she's international. We're going
0: international. <laughs> I am super excited because this is actually something I've been working towards for a long. Yep. Well, I mean, honestly, since I started, because yeah. traveling is such an important part of life to me, mm-hmm. and it's such an important um, thing, just yeah. in general in my life, like with Kyle and everything like that. Something and so, you guys
1: share.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited because photography has always been something that I've wanted to take. International, like I've been, wa- I've wanted to use it as a reason to travel more. Yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, we're we're calling Mexico.
1: Oh my god, I'm so excited! Okay, where? Like, are you doing like the all inclusive? Are you doing like to, like someone's house? Like, so, someone live there or what?
0: So it's at an all inclusive resort. So. Oh, I'm stoked. I've actually never stated an all-inclusive resort. I haven't either. Yeah. So I am very excited. I've
1: heard good things, though. You're going to have such an exceptional time. Thanks. I'm,
0: I'm excited. It
1: should, be, it should be good.
0: Um, but yeah, so that's that actually brings us like into this episode really well. Because if you guys can, can couldn't tell from the title, we are talking about officiants.
1: <gasps> Yay! Oh, my God. I feel like this almost doesn't get talked about enough with wedding planning. You know what I mean? Like I feel like wedding planning is more so just like the dresses and the venue and everything like that. But like the officiant's actually a really major part of a wedding, obviously. And it doesn't get talked about enough, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean I definitely feel like officiants are super important mm-hmm. and we yeah, we just we don't really talk about them. Yeah. And but they they should be talked about. Like we should be like who's your officiant? Oh my God, I love them so much, you know? I mean, personally, I like goo goo gaga over officiants. Like, when I know who it is and I've worked with them and they're amazing. And I'm, like, so excited to work with them again.
1: See, I just, like, I don't get that, like, I don't get to work with the officiants that much. You know what I mean? But we loved our officiant at our wedding and have loved other officiants at other weddings. Um, But I would say, well, we'll get into it. But um, I would say that officiants are very, like, kind of more of that... I feel like maybe not professional, or yes, professional, but more of that, like, thing you have to do that you don't really get to, like, play with colors or anything like that. That's kind of hard. So, I think that's kind of why people don't, like, really think of it, but... It is literally your whole ceremony, guys.
0: Yeah, and it's it's honestly, like, needed to make your ceremony legal. Yeah. So there's that mm-hmm. as well. Um, one thing that this ties into Cancun and destinations and yeah. things like that, when you are eloping to a different destination than where you're from, what can make it difficult is that you, you can still make it legal, mm-hmm. but you have to obtain a marriage license where you're eloping to. Yes. And... Destination-wise, it's easier to have like a symbolic ceremony, um, which basically means like you still go through all of the motions, but then you you technically get like married either before you leave or when you get back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I've seen this happen before too. Yeah. So much so much easier. Unless you're coming to an area in the United States and you have time to go to a clerk's office and get a marriage license. And everything like that but you it also requires a lot of research too especially if you're eloping and you're going somewhere that is off the beaten path mm-hmm. literally on a trail that sort of thing yeah. because you have to figure out what county you're getting married in yeah so true. but that's the good part about finding someone who is like official <laughs>
1: <an> official officiant,
0: <laughs> official officiant, because they should know all of that information so they be, should be able to like walk you through it yeah, pretty easily.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, these people are going to know, like, exactly the steps you need to take and where you're getting married, like, if they can even actually marry you in the location that you're getting married. Um, I do know a lot of people, like, a lot of officiants that I've heard of, at least, um, have their, like, officiant license, if that's what it or they are able to officiate, like... In, like, Arizona, Nevada, California kind of a deal, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, it's, like, all kind of conjoining, so.
0: Yeah, I think a really important call, out a lot of people use, like, friends or family mm-hmm. as their officiant. Yeah. And um, I love that. It's, I mean, we did. Mm-hmm. We used one of our best friends. Yeah. And he already had, mm-hmm. like, all of his paperwork, and he just had to apply for, like, a one-time use thing. Yeah. Like, a, well, a that's, one-time that's use permit. That makes and sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, so there's different types of like licensures that they yep. have to apply for, but I would definitely say if you're having someone who is a friend or family do it for you, absolutely check into all of the requirements because yes. oftentimes they require like a letter from the church and then like some sort of official paperwork saying that you are uh, like licensed to perform this ceremony, like yeah. reverend type stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, yeah.
1: I actually did some studies in my in my notes here for today. Some
0: research, y'all. Some
1: research. Um, so I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a, of some fact, fact drops.
0: Yes, we (laughs) love this. (laughs) Um,
1: Okay. So there's different types of officiants better than just like saying like, oh, it's a friend or, oh, it's, you know, my pastor, my church. There are specifically like four types of officiants. So first one that i found was a civil wedding officiant um and it's most common for just like straightforward marriage like you pick someone who typically they work in like the law um so this is like judges notaries city clerks like all that um i don't know for sure if it's like every single one is just automatically able to do this but i do know that these people it's like you can ask them and it's just kind of like quick a little easier a little faster pretty standard. You know, as far as like the wedding rece- or the wedding ceremony will go, right?
0: I can confirm that at least in Washoe County and at least as of like I mean, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. How long has it been? At least as of like 7 years ago probably.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Um notaries could perform huh. weddings yep. and mm-hmm. I am a notary. Well, I was. I didn't know that. I think it lapses after 7 years, so I don't think I am anymore. <laughs> but you were. But I was That's just
1: a jack of all trades, honestly, over here. You want your wedding videographed? Vide- video- videographed. videographed. Is that a <laughs> word? Videogra- vide-
0: videographized?
1: Video? Videographized. <laughs> <laughs> I like my words better than video. Anywho, um, so then after civil wedding officiants, it's going to be re- uh, religious officiants. So these are going to be people who, like, will follow the guidelines of, like, the religious like the religions that people are in or like the faith that they follow um so the one thing that i want to know on religious ceremonies and religious marriages i guess um is that i know there's a lot of really heavy requirements um that are going to be like like counseling beforehand like premarital counseling oh yeah um but there's a lot of like have you done not have you done this that sounds bad but like how does your house look how or how do you plan to do this do you do you plan to have children like honestly they can ask those kind of things and it just follows a specific religion and i know that they're actually kind of strict on if they will even say yes do you or not like it's not just someone trying to like build a business like they can say no to you mm-hmm. if you don't follow these guidelines
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then after religious um, professional officiants so these are those people who are like solely making their it their business to be an officiant to you know like try different things in weddings and i think these are going to be the people that you more so can be like hey we want to do this fun little ceremony that like you know our grandma did when she was married or you know, we want to do this because we thought it was fun and stuff. So there's a lot of, like, I, I'm pretty sure there's, like, you tie the rope around your hand, like, the, you know, stuff around the hands. And there's... Tying the knot. Tying, yeah. And there's, Literally. like, the breaking of the glass and, like, all that stuff, you know. So it's, like, adding those things in. These people are well-versed in that. Um, I do know some of them will have requirements as well if they're able to marry you, just based off of like what they want for their own business. So definitely look into that. Um, and then ordained wedding officiants. So this is going to be someone in the family or like maybe a friend that you have asked to go get ordained, who can now marry someone. It's not necessarily their job. It's not really even under their job description, but it's something they can now do because they went through the steps to do it. But all of these things. You seriously have to have extensive, like, sit down conversations with them, look at their website, there's going to be restrictions, there's going to be, not restrictions, but questions, like, there's there's a process to it, you know, it's not just like, hey, can you marry us? Cool, alright, bye, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, I'd also like to point out too, with like the professional officiants, what I love about going this route over doing, having your friend get ordained um, is just that that way, like all of your friends and family can enjoy the wedding. Um, And then the professional officiants too, like they are really good at what they do. Yeah. They do this for a living. When you find a good one, they, oh my God. I mean... I have cried at ceremonies just because of some of the officiants. Like, yeah. they have gotten so much information from their couple that when they're doing their whole, like, speech and everything, yeah. they include that personal, intimate information. And it's just like, <laughs>
1: this is so sweet. <laughs> Stop, please. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> How am I supposed to <laughs> photograph that <I> have tears <laughs> in my eyes?
1: Well, and that's the thing, too, is it, like, it kind of elevates that ceremony feel from, like, Having you know your brother in law or something go up there and be like, "Hey guys, so I think I'm gonna officiate the ceremony here, haha." Ha. Like thanks everyone for coming to like, all right, this is like legit and this is gonna be a beautiful wedding ceremony. You know, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. I could also speak to having the ordained friend, like the one our friend who married us. Yeah, um, he literally was one of the reasons we got together. Yeah, um, he's. He was a friend of both of ours before we were even together and then has grown into like...
1: And that's a big deal. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so for him to
0: marry us, that was a really big deal to us. And it was also a way to like kind of include him in the wedding party too. Um, so, and he didn't live here at the time. He has since moved back, but he didn't live here at the time. So it was really cool because it was kind of a way to include him in sort of like more of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was also really cool for us just because he's known us all like both of us so, so well. Yeah. So to us, that was really special, but those professionals that do it for a living, they can be so good. Yeah.
1: Definitely. No, the girl that married us, she's actually a really close family friend. Um, so that was really cool to have her there. But this is also her, like, you know, third job. She has, like, her day job. And then she's got this, like, that she does kind of on the side. But she is, like, a professional or, or fishing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so like, Does it enough to say professional. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, but it was really cool. Um, like I said, the long kind of process leading up to it, like, not hard by any means and not, like, super time-consuming, but it was just... You had we wrote out the ceremony together. We like talked about things we wanted to talk about and things that we did not want to talk about. Um, there are certain like kind of I don't want to say sore subjects, but just things that I was like I don't want to have this in there. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Nope, that's gone. Then that's the, you know excised. And so um, one thing to call out is that if you guys, you know, you see that traditional um, ceremony. Flow of what they say and everything like that. If you're not comfortable with anything, maybe ask them if they can switch their wording on something. Because um, at least for me, it could happen. And I think it probably can um, for everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say that, like, whether you're having a family or friend do it, or you're hiring someone or that sort of thing, they yeah. should definitely be showing you what they would like to say and like what their speech is so that you can at least go and i don't want to say censor it but just make sure that it's something that you guys as a couple are comfortable with them talking about yeah um because you never know someone might think that like funny yeah oh (laughs) this is haha this is so funny and you're like eh, it's really like not that Mm -hmm.
1: funny so yeah, you're like or oh, I think that's funny but like my great grandma's not going to think it's funny, you know.
0: Right, exactly. So you have to decide like what is going to be the best option for you, but I would absolutely say that if they're not showing you like their speech or that sort of thing, like that's a problem. Like you should see it, you should look over it and just make sure that it's something you're comfortable with. Yeah,
1: definitely. I 100% agree with that. So, you know, how how can we find these people?
0: I so I mean personally, I say this a lot ask your photog
1: you guys just know it all
0: we work i mean the the whole thing is right is like we work with like every single vendor during the wedding day so we know a lot of people um and so it's just easy to ask you know we generally like i personally have a list of like Five six officiants I ooh. love to work with. I
1: would love to see that list because I'd love to like check them out too, so I can uh, like I can recommend to people. As they're well.
0: so good. Yeah. I ooh. One thing I want to point out too is that um, some officiants you know kind of like you were saying like won't do something like yeah. they want to make sure that they're vibing with you just as yeah, much as you vibe with exactly. them. Exactly. Um, but also like there's some who are like, yeah, I'll hike for your elopement, but it's act- it's going to cost you more. So I would keep that in mind, um, that it might, I mean, if you think about it though, like when they get to a location, if they have to like hike half an hour, an hour, that's like the length of your ceremony, especially for an elopement, you know? So it makes sense that you would pay them for that.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's time that they're working. Yeah. That is, that is their time. And I, I, didn't think about
0: that. I feel like that's something that actually like our, our like society is kind of missing is like paying for time that someone's like not doing something Mm -hmm. like I had to include this in my like my frequent like my FAQs at the end of my pricing guide because I would have people be like well if you're driving from the ceremony location to the reception like that's not included in the time right and I'm like no that counts against your time because I'm still you're
1: driving for them yeah
0: I'm still like on the clock yeah like doing stuff you know it's like if you go to work and your boss is like hey can you drive this over to this place at the end of your day you know Mm -hmm. just like leave early and take this to this place yeah and then you know you can be like off after that well you're still getting paid to take the thing to the second location Right, mm-hmm. so and you're then you're off. Job.
1: Yeah. But yeah,
0: but you're still on the clock, and I feel like that's something that we almost kind of lack in society nowadays is just like understanding that that like
1: mm-hmm.
0: time, like valuing people's time, I guess. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, so like photography, like we're talking. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, well, like photographers, you can also check out like word of mouth. I would say is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. just feel like. Obviously, you're going to surround yourself with friends that are similar to you. That's why we have friends. (laughs) And people, if you've gotten married, or if your friends have gotten married by someone and they really liked their energy or maybe like it was like a lower key kind of vibe, um, they're going to share that with you. And it's like if you want a high energy person and you by chance hire someone who's like way not in that realm, then... That's going to throw it off and that's not going to feel like your overall theme of your wedding right because we want to like put emotion into the theme as well not just like the look of it but the actual emotion into it you know so word of mouth for sure ask your friends ask you know ask your vendors if they can ask their brides like i'm always down to ask anyone that you need if you can if i can help you in some way you know um and then wedding websites like we talked about it in the you know the um wedding episode or not the high tech, the new age wedding episode. New age and wedding
0: planning. <laughs> yes.
1: Um and so this is gonna be like wedding websites. So people get on there to talk about themselves and like to sell themselves. They're gonna tell you exactly what they do, what they can't do and yeah, it's gonna be a good good place to start. <laughs> I
0: would like to point out with the wedding websites, a lot of people go to like the knot or wedding yes. wire or that sort of thing. And that's great. Like, you can find a lot of great people on those things. Yeah. But those sites also charge people, like, 400 bucks a month to be on, like, the yeah. first page.
1: I know we talked about this in one episode because I was, like, actually shocked when I wanted to be on The Knot. I was like, oh, you're not put on there just by, like, pure talent or, like, recommendations or reviews? Like, really?
0: Nope, you're put on there based on how much you're willing to
1: pay. Yeah, Ooh-hoo. so definitely take that into account. I'm really happy you brought that up.
0: Yeah, like, definitely. I, I guess my biggest thing is just, like... Yes, you can do, like, a Google search and, like, a knot search and stuff like that to get, like, a good sense of who's out there. Yeah. Um, but also, there's a lot of people who you might vibe with better that aren't on those places. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not on The Knot or Wedding Wire or anything Wedding like Wire. that. Yeah. And, like, people usually find me on Instagram. Yes. Or through vendor referrals. So word of mouth is really huge. So definitely check with your friends. Yeah. Like Maddie was saying, like, check with... Check with your other vendors that you booked, like your venue, you know.
1: Be surprised too, because like caterers even are going to be there when the like if your officiant is there, like maybe you know for later things or whatever, like they're going to cross paths. So you really can ask anyone, like we're going to try and help you and do the work for you, you know. So, yeah,
0: and like Maddie said too, like. Even if you don't, know, even if your vendor doesn't necessarily know, they might still be able to reach out. Yeah. You know, like Maddie would maybe reach out to me and be like, hey, what, exactly. like, who do you recommend for officiants? Yeah. So, you know, so like, well, we have people, we know people in the industry. And so we can contact people for you.
1: Yep. That's uh, that's why When and White's a really well-rounded podcast because I get the morning peeps <laughs> and she gets the afternoon peeps and then we talk about it and then we just know all the peeps. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't help
0: but see little Easter peeps when you say peeps
1: oh my god okay easter <laughs> next year for one in white I got, I got ideas
0: they have white peeps don't
1: they yeah it
0: oh, was so like and white peeps yeah.
1: oh, so and then cute. we can like i'm gonna set up like a whole wedding ceremony ceremony of peeps oh my god <laughs> <We'll take> it, <laughs> and then i'll make you come over and photograph <laughs> oh she's like please god no no but that's funny You know, I actually am, like, not a big fan of peeps. I don't like them either. They're They're cute, though. They're adorable. Except, have you ever seen a melted peep? Not adorable. Not cute. Hmm. That sounds
0: sad. It's pretty sad. That sounds kind of gruesome, actually. (laughs) Um yeah sad oh <laughs> and on that note <laughs> on that note oh one more thing i do want to mention though too like sometimes with certain venues your officiant might be included oh my god yes so out, yes also keep that in mind when you're booking venues because that yeah. could be a huge pro for you yes. or yeah. it could be a con if you're like well i really want to use this person like yeah. i'm sure they'll still let you use them but you want to just keep in mind like is there an outside fee to bring that person in Mm -hmm. or can you just use them and that's fine? No big deal. Or are they, are they still going to charge you the same even if you don't use their efficient? So just like kind of really look at those sorts of things too.
1: Yeah. Definitely ask out or reach out, ask all the questions you can guys. Like we're always here for you. Your vendors are there for you too. Like we're speaking from wedding vendor point of view, like they want to help you. So reach out to them.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and with that in mind, Let us know if you have any relationship stories. Yes. We would love to hear them. Either like he asked me out like this she
1: proposed like this mm-hmm. I mean honestly anything we want to hear like, even I want to hear like the funny date night stories like mm-hmm. I, someone please send in like a a date night oh, fail like a date night fail yes that oh would my be God.
0: so cute send it in
1: to us we want to feature you we can feature it anonymously or um, we can say your name if you want us to um, but we want to hear we just like we love the love
0: <laughs> we love the love so <laughs> shoot us an email at winandwhitepodcast at gmail.com you can also send us a DM over to our Insta so that's totally fine too. But sometimes emails are just easier and yep. easier to keep track of. Yep. <laughs> Real. And with that, we out peeps. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode, please click that follow button and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. As
1: always, hit us up on Insta with any questions. You can find us at Win and White Podcast.